but there could be more to the case than meets the eye. His files starts now. that meets the eye.
Hey man, what's going on guys? Hope you guys are having a good Tuesday. Shout out to the people that came in early. Liam, what's going on? <laughs> Hope you're staying out of trouble. Shout out to Liam. Uh, Nimble, what's going on? Mike, what's going on? What's up? Blur, what's going on? Loadcast, what's going on? Uh, Mr. Geo Dude, what's going on? Um, specialist, the specialist, what's going on? Hope you guys are uh, doing good. Thanks for coming in early. Uh, if you missed the last video, which was, I think that I did a review on cuties, uh, definitely check that out. And if you missed the last interview with Be More Tales, definitely check that out as well. Uh, don't forget, we have reached 500 subs, so the 500 sub giveaway um, is actually active now. So please email me at soulproviderspeaks at gmail.com. Uh, uh, Mr. Geo, dude, I got your email, so I got your email, but I need uh, more niggas to email me. Uh, so uh, more niggas, please uh, email me. Uh, be sure to like the video, subscribe, and share uh, the content as we are still growing the channel. So I appreciate you guys coming through. Don't forget, we are on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher, actually reaching uh, almost 200 plays on Anchor already. So we're actually doing quite well. As you guys know, uh, shout out to the nerd niggas and the um, STEM niggas. Uh, we did our last STEM stream was last month with Zero on network engineering. I needed to get another STEM brother on an earth pill. So we got GC with us for software development. I want to give another shout out to GC for coming on. Uh, how you doing, bro? Pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for having me. No problem, man. No problem. So as we know, man, 
Um, uh, we do this once a month. Um, I think it's a really good thing for some of the brothers who may be interested into these certain fields. Um, so how long have you been in software engineering? Um, maybe like 10 years. Oh shit. So you're, are you considered like, you're basically a senior engineer then, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, because I contract a lot, mm -hmm. um, sometimes the job title changes, but yeah, I've often been a senior engineer. Okay. Okay. Some places don't even rank junior, senior or anything. They just, you know, they just have it. Mm -hmm. So what is the, cause I get this kind of confused a lot. Um, cause I, and like you mentioned, titles do change fucking every fucking year. Um, that's kind of the issue. Like even right. when my job, like, you know, originally when I graduated, I was a security analyst or information security analyst. But then I later I became went to another job and became a system support analyst. But we're still the fucking same thing. It's like the same job. Right. With different title. Or sometimes my job and in, indeed may say business systems analyst. Like it's just all the same shit. Like we all cover um, different apps and programs, but we do the same thing, the analyst part. So. Um, yeah, I know how confusing that shit can be for <laughs> um, new guys who may be wanting to look in, looking at new jobs and they just don't know what to pick because um, well, this shit can get confusing. So um, Right. I never look at the title. I just look at the description. Exactly. Exactly. So what is the difference, if, if there is a difference, between software engineering and software development? Uh, there used to be a difference. Um, the difference would be the software engineer would be the one who designed the structure on how the software um, operates. And then the um, software developer is just is the one that would develop it. Um, but they conflate the two jobs where, you know, since people do both now, um, there really isn't separate things. So hence, no need for a separate title. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and that's why that's why most people just call it software engineering. OK. And of course, to anyone... oh, go ahead. To engineer means to develop anyway. So it makes sense. But mm -hmm. um, but engineering before was more of a structural thing where you weren't actually coding. Okay, okay, okay. And of course, to anyone's benefit who are looking for jobs, this is you're just better off looking up both software developer, software engineers, everything, right? Uh, yeah, you just put software engineering. Mm -hmm. Okay. And developers will come up. But I mean, you just put the language. I mean, when you put your skill sets in, no mm -hmm. matter what, it'll come up. Um, you know, either way, whatever you put the title as. Mm -hmm. uh, so what made you pick software engineering and not other fields? Well, you know, I started off as uh, mechanical engineering. And then, um, you know, I had a very tough time with the back, <laughs> in the back in my day, you know, we didn't have the AutoCAD and things like that. Well, we had it, but um, it wasn't very common. So um, we drafted by hand and there were people there who were studying uh, construction management and things like that. And they were very good at it. I wasn't. Um, I don't really have an artistic bone in my body. So um, there is there is an art aspect to it um, that just didn't that I just didn't feel. But I still wanted to be STEM. You know, I mean, yeah, I had gifts for math and science um, and I was as part of the uh, mechanical engineering, you know, uh, prerequisites. I had to take a software development course, and I was like, okay, this is something I like, and this is something I could do. Uh, keep in mind that this was this is well before it actually took off um, with the internet and everything. And everything. So mm -hmm. I was just kind of like shooting blind um, before. Um, there was a time where if you wanted to actually be in STEM, like the granddaddy of STEM, would be physics, mm -hmm. and. Um, you know, that would be like that, that would be considered the top thing. I think next is chemistry or something like that. But um, computer science wasn't on most people's radar then. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, funny you would say that because uh, what originally my first major was actually electrical engineering, and kind of like you, I got my ass kicked when it came to circuits. Like I was good in you know math and science. I had a math m- minor. Uh, I did the calc one, the calc two, the calc three, differential equations, all uh-huh. that stuff. But when it came to circuits, I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. Um, my main influence for me even doing electrical engineering was my dad, because my dad, you know, African parents, you know, oh, we'll just do engineering. And I'm like, okay, fine, I'll just pick one. And it happened to be electrical, but the circuits, I just, there was a disconnect. And, you know, luckily I changed my major, went to IT, and I just did well for myself. So um, that is something that a lot of guys go through. It's very common, especially for when you're in freshman year. I mean, you, most, most people don't even know what the fuck they're going to do in freshman year. So, you know, it, it, it happens. Oh, it does. It does. Actually, um, played with chemistry for a second, but um, you know, I had two, one in high school and one in college. They both were sick. So I'm like, you know something, this isn't for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of them, I forget what her sickness was, but she had a sickness in herself. And the other one, um, her son had a liver disorder to where she had to give her son her liver or a piece of her liver. And, you know, um, he came to like class one day and, you know, he had tubes in his nose. I'm like, you know, I don't want to mess with chemistry. Mm-hmm. This is too much of an omen. And besides, it just wasn't for me either way. But mm-hmm. yeah. And I think a good advantage, um, at least for the people who are in school still, if they're in, let's say, uh, like you said, mechanical engineering or something, it's very easy to do a lateral move when you're still kind of early because you're still doing the basic uh, coursework, you know, the basic science and math. So if maybe you find out, you know, mechanical or chemical or something's not, you know, something you like, you can easily switch to the, something else in engineering. Like it's not gonna be hard for you if you're if it's early on before the hardcore classes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And before like you're deep into your junior year, because for STEM, there's um, there's a series of courses that you take um, between sophomore and junior year that's uh, not really classified as either, but you don't just go into, you know, your upper division um, mm-hmm. as everyone else. So um, as long as you're not past that point, then yeah, you're not taking courses that work against you. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Bowser. What's going on, bro? Black curls with the curls. What's going on? What's up, Adinga? He says, I am an electrical engineer myself. Okay, cool. That's dope. I am now a self-coder. Mm, hardest stuff for me was thermodynamics. That sounds cool, but it sounds hard as fuck. It sounds cool, though. <laughs> That's the thing about uh, STEM, though. There, there, there's certain classes that be sounding dope as hell, but then it's like, I don't want to get into that shit. I just, I'd rather not. Uh, but I feel you. That's good shit, uh, Adinga. Uh, so also, uh, let me see here. Okay, so what was your path that you that you took to get to where you are now in software development? Well, you know, like I said, I started off um, started off with one major, and then um, and then I changed it. It's um, you know um, to computer science. It's um, a little difficult to break into. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I noticed that it's uh, very specialized, but you know that's. Uh, I guess that's, <laughs> these are the breaks. I mean, I've always lived in the Bay Area, so, you know, it benefited me a lot to um, to study that. You know, okay. it just kind of, everything just kind of worked out for me. So, okay, so once you, you graduated, did you, like, during your, because for me, during my senior year, that's pretty much where I applied to companies from the whole year. Just applying, mm-hmm. applying, 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 seeing what type, what type of offers I would get. Um, that shit was not easy. Um, a lot of niggas did not go as deep as I did. Like I, I, like every day I was on in LinkedIn or in indeed.com looking for positions to apply to. 
Uh, did you do that or did you, how did you do it when, when you were at the end of your college year? Did you wait a little bit to start applying or did you apply early? No, um, I, I started applying in my senior year. I got a job. It was a, it was a BS job. It was, um, it was, um, okay. So they wanted me to do a stop break program. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, you're familiar with the Arduino motherboard, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, basically um, create a system that works with the thing that the truck drivers used, um, that button thing that they used to talk into the thing. Mm -hmm. um, however, it would only work when the brake was on. So they wanted to create this whole system uh, with the um, Arduino thing. And the, um, the mechanics of it wasn't very hard. Um, it was the, the app itself because they were using something called Zillow. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I had, um, an impossible time trying to get that to connect to the software that I was already, cause Android has, you know, a lot of protocols on it, um, to where one application can't really connect to another. Mm -hmm. uh, you could disable it altogether, but you can't really, um, make any changes within the software itself, um, because it's highly encapsulated and that's just the way it's designed, which is, which makes sense. Um, but um, that was just the that was just the title. See, I was really working for the title, and I mm -hmm. kid you not. Um, the majority <laughs> the majority of my job was cleaning cell phones. Cleaning cell phones? Yeah. So really? yeah, what this company did. Okay. So <laughs> so say you had a company, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and all of your employees have free cell phones. Say you have like 500 employees. Yeah. Every couple of years you have to update it. Right. Mm -hmm. So what they would do is take the old cell phones and they, they would send them somewhere for, you know, a fraction of the cost. My company, um, at the time was the place that picked up those cell phones mm. and they would resell them on Amazon. Okay. And, um, <laughs> my job was to clean them. <laughs> and in addition to that, um, yeah, I kid you not, but I also got to develop. So even though on the, cause remember we were using these phones for that stop break system I was telling you about. Yeah. So, um, so in addition to developing for them, I would clean the cell phones. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Okay. So the job that in the job title, it did say that you needed to clean these phones, right? No. No, it didn't. Oh. Um, but you know how it is. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rejections, you take what you can get. And this would, you know, I didn't put the clean the cell phones part on my resume. Okay. Yeah, I was about to ask you. <laughs> yeah. No, that's just something. No, I put the stop break thing on there on the resume. And you yeah, know, learn, I learned a little bit, but um, I didn't put that part on it. Yeah. Plus, I had a, a couple of contracts that, that I did for friends and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, I get what you're saying, man, because um, uh, before I got my first job, I had an intern at um, a really big uh, insurance company mm -hmm. and um, very basic intern. You know, a lot of these companies, when they first start their first launch of their internship program, it's very, you know, it's just very kind of like they're just making shit up as they go. Mm -hmm. So you're not really learning much during your first internship based on if the company, this is like their first time doing an internship. But what you're learning is kind of how to be in a business environment. You might learn some extra things here and there, but it's very kind of just all over the place because it's not really structured. So I get what you're saying, like especially when when you're 
when, when if you if a person's gonna be in an internship where the company says this is like their first shot at it, yeah, you're gonna be learning this whatever they they give you. So just take it as it is. The good thing is at least you have something on your resume to show that you did something, you know. And uh, especially for those who are doing internships that actually pay you. I mean, it's it was great. I wasn't complaining about my three months of getting free money for doing nothing. I mean, so um, I definitely uh, know what you're talking about when it comes to like getting your first early jobs and everything. Right, right. Uh, my my second one was um, just some repair work for for um, in California we have a farm labor commission mm-hmm. to um, monitor you know people who have um, unlicensed workers working on their farm um, you know so they needed they needed help with their website um, and also the child acting uh, commission or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just as it's apparently there's a lot of red tape that goes along with um, having child actors. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you have to assure that they get educations and stuff like that. And apparently every um, every election cycle or something like that, it's renewed. There's more crap to it. And they would hire the company that I worked for at the time to update the website accordingly. Mm-hmm. So I was just um, editing stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think I said applying for a job is a full-time job. Is indeed, indeed it is. Um, sadly, sure. you know, I mean, you gotta put the effort into, um, you know, if you want results, you gotta put effort. You can't just be lazy with the shit. Um, you gotta take it pretty seriously, especially um, during that senior year. Um, you cannot fuck around. Um, and you'll be, you don't want to be one of those niggas that just, you know, didn't get an offer and shit. Cause then <laughs> everyone else will be, you know, boasting about their offers and shit. And then you'll be the ones, you know, being all quiet and you don't want to be that person. Just saying. Um, Definitely don't want to be that person at all. Sure. Uh, so let's see. Um, let's see. Okay. So like you said, you've been in software development for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there any other field that you would have considered um, if it wasn't for software? Like would you have done maybe QA or is there any other thing you, know, you would have tried You want if it wasn't for software development? Well, probably not QA. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, almost uh, definitely not QA. You're, you're saying that if I had to um, pick, and it's not that I have anything against it. It's just that it's my, it's the least favorite part of my job. Uh, remember, I told you about the farm labor thing. You know, yeah. looking at other people's code, mm-hmm. and you know, um, even though that's not necessarily what QA does, but you know, um, mm-hmm. it's the least favorite part. When I looking at some of my own old code is is bad enough but just looking at other people's is is the least favorite part so doing that all day would really would really get to me um let me see if i if i wasn't in software development i would um i would probably i would actually be content with um you know just doing something outdoors mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like the movie office space you know where he's just happy working construction at the end mm-hmm. you know i would i would be happy doing that Okay. 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 Uh, let me see. Um, so what options do, um, guys have in software development that may, they may not know of because, you know, I think, um, it's a bit different now. I mean, software and coding is kind of pushed like crazy now. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people like, you know, some people just may not know what's available out there. Uh, what type of, um, platforms of software development are there? Cause I know there's like a shit ton. What do you mean platforms? like um platforms like um different uh because you like you like the stuff on like um the mobile like the android development and all that stuff 
Oh, okay. So yeah, um, there's Android SDK. Um, if you want to get into that, there's um, there's iOS development um, with Swift and you know for for iPhones and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, there's that platform. There's of course um, there's there's backend web development. There's front end web development, which is you know what you see. Um, there's there's DBA. There's you can manage databases. Um, there's there's all sorts of things you can do. Um, once you once you find yourself in a specialty, um, and most often it's it's not something that you choose, but something that's chosen for you. But once you find yourself in it, it's best to stick with that, because what winds up happening is um, you don't want to divide your experience. Mm -hmm. uh, meaning that you know, and there's also there's also software testing, um, you know, and that's that's um, growing definitely, definitely. Let's see. What what do you say that? Um because, yeah, I've heard of software testing. Would you say that's kind of connected to QA a little bit? Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's synonymous, like software development, software engineering. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. About software test engineer and, and things like that. It's all the same. But you're 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 basically testing code for um, for weaknesses. In fact, I, I did some testing before. Um, and that's how I got my name, Game Changer, for testing for a video game company. Uh, actually, I got a question about um, video games, but uh, Dingo uh, said, uh, "What kind of software languages does do you do right now?" Uh, right now, I do backend Java development. Oh, okay, Java. Oh, that's a big one. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. Yeah, I think uh, I think Python just surpassed it, and I did a little bit. I could see why. Um, it's elegant, so mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, Java is still big because it's multi-platform. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, just like you said, um, where you said, like, you know, if you shouldn't spread yourself out too thin because, you know, um, a lot of the job titles are focused on one specific, maybe two or I would say maybe one to three languages, it seems. But they usually focus on around one. Am I right on that? Um, OK, so they'll if they want like a full stack, they'll have, you know, um, a list of qualifications. And then there's like uh, sub tools like Spring or frameworks like Spring or Spring Boot and things like that. So the job and I think that is because it's not developers that's doing it. But mm -hmm. these these um, job requirements are overly specific. And that's because um, it's a high paying job and they don't want to train anything. Mm -hmm. You know, so because every moment you're training, you're they're losing you know money, and people tend to not stick with it. So um, you know, people stay for maybe like um, six months to two years, and then go, and they lose money on the training. So they they don't want to train anybody. So they make the job title as precise as possible, and in some cases, it's ridiculous. Um, because um, when I was at this temp agency, they mm -hmm. would say, "Do you have any?" experience and it was like this it, it was like this very obscure um tool that they used um back in the the 80s i want to say something like that mm -hmm. um to to modify old film i was like really really are you asking me if i just so happened to have messed with an 80s old film restoration software platform is that what you're asking and they were serious too. Wow. Because, you know, because the people who are doing the hiring is normally like a human resources person or something like that. So they don't really know what they're asking. Like, no. And and, and I want to tell them that you're not going to find this at all. Mm -hmm. You know. Man, that's actually a good point that you mentioned about HR, man. Like, because um, 
they don't really know shit. Even I mean, they have to go back to the team to make sure they're they're actually you know saying the right shit on the fucking um the offer or whatever. Or the, that's a good point too. That um the, the 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 first wave of HR is usually kind of you know just a very basic um a phone call or something like that. It's very basic. They're just going. They're just reading off what what the uh, the team actually wanted, right? Pretty much. Right. right. HR, so, H- HR the company is um is typically a joke. Um, now, um, and here's the thing, and this is something that, you know, if you're new to the market, um, that you'll come across. Cause I was, I was just, I was just like shocked. I was like, wait, what the hell is going on? Is, um, is that, uh, recruiters, headhunters, um, things like that, male or female are always, always, um, you know, uh, jawline niggas are the female equivalent to such a thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're kind of right about that. There's no idea about it. It's like, it's like, what you think this is going to help with the negotiation for salary? Fuck that. But it's funny that because they always want to do a video interview. It's like they just want to remind you that they are sexy as fuck. Like I'm talking about the women, of course. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, why are you so sexy? This is this is this is ridiculous. Like it's 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 kind of strange. It's like it's uh, it's too obvious. Is the, is the word I was looking for. It's like, and it's more than just a little coincidence when they're not Indian, of course, you know, um, and this isn't me saying that, you know, Indians are unattractive. It's just that those companies uh, tend to be independent and higher on merit. But yeah, that that's so true, man, because they're going to, um, they're going to take like kind of the millennials and put on the career fairs and shit. But like all the, the regular people you see, you're not going to put them on the career fair or anything like that. Just the young folks. So that's true. Exactly. They don't know what they're doing at all, and um, but they they just look like you know like fucking former prom queens and cheerleaders. And wait, shit. wait, wait, wait! But think about this, right? I mean, if they you, know, you see a stand of like IBM niggas and they're like a bunch of fucking beer belly like big ass dudes and big ass like women. I mean, I really are people gonna go to them? Probably not. Um, I actually don't care. And I don't care because I know that this chick isn't going to fuck me. I mean, you know, you just, you're in <laughs> front of your life where, you know, a pretty face is not going to really phase you like that. It's like, I know why you were put here and it's not to fuck me. So let's, let's just be clear about this and let's keep right. it professional. You know, like it's almost an insult that they think that this, that something like this would like put me off base or something. Yeah, man, I, I totally agree. Uh, okay. So uh, I have a little, um, uh, top software job titles um, by search volume. We got uh, machine learning engineer, junior software engineer. Well, that's like entry level, pretty much. Um, I don't know this one. MuleSoft developer. Have you heard of that? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, full stack. You you mentioned that. Uh-huh. Um, computer comp- uh, programmer, entry level developer, developer, front end web, like you mentioned, front end web development. Um, right. Data engin- engineer. Uh, I've seen that, but um, that's not database, right? Uh, data engineer. Um, I'm not even sure what that is because there's there's data scientists and those are people who are more like statist- statisticians. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, they are statisticians. They just you know um, this is a more relatable title to the public, um, and they study the results of data. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what what's that data engineer because yeah. it almost don't make sense um, because you know you're not really engineering data. I guess you would have to go by the job, what like the, the description and everything to see. Yeah, what exactly. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. So programmer, game developer, like you mentioned, Python, mentioned that. Oh, .NET. That's a good one. I've heard. I've seen that one a lot. Um, yeah, C sharp .NET. Yeah, that's not much. Um, Salesforce. Heard of that one before? Salesforce mm-hmm. developer. Um, Android. Yep, we mentioned that. Entry level web. Yep. Uh, junior developer. Yep, you mentioned that. Oh, uh, SQL database right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Uh, web development. Yep. Uh, ISO. You mentioned that one already. Um, software, web, software developer, front end, network. You did that with Zero last month. Entry level software development, Java. You mentioned that. You did Java. So this is a little bit of the different um, titles. And like I said, what for people who are looking for the jobs, right? I have to say, search everything um, every day. <laughs> See what uh, comes out because you know they'll you know with the tags and everything what they put in the description. A lot of this shit will come up at all at the same time. So, um, right. You know, usually for me, like when I started looking for my job, I wanted to like I'll look up like entry level analyst, entry level system analyst, entry level business analyst, entry level like whatever analyst, and you know all that shit will come up. And um, another thing too is especially with like Indeed, it's like really good because you actually get to see what what time they actually put the post out. So if you if you especially if you go early in the morning like eight a.m. seven a.m. and you you apply for that internship or job, man, don't be surprised. You're like in front of the line pretty much, you know? Right. So your best time is the morning. Uh, I would avoid late night because you're not going to be, um, you're going to be like under behind. But in the mornings, Monday, Tuesday, all that shit, yeah, that, that's the perfect time to start looking um, for um, some jobs. But uh, and um, that, that this seems to work based on my experience. Okay. Uh, okay, here's uh, Liam says, what is cloud software development about? Um, you know, I never really got into that, and I know I should because it's um, it's marketable, but um, I'm thinking that um, you're you're just dealing with the um, away cloud system. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're sending and receiving data from that. That's what I'm guessing, though. I never really got into it. Yeah, I never did a class on it, um, so I wouldn't know. But like I said, there's so much shit out there. Have you heard of um, Hadoop? Hoodoo. No, I haven't. It's like um, H-A-D-O-O-P or something like that. Um, I think I've seen it. Yeah, one of my um, one of the pe- people I graduated with, he he's he was a software engineer in that thing, and um, he was getting paid a lot in um, Chicago for it. But it's some type of like I think it's something I think it's related to like data science or something like that. Okay. No, I don't. I don't really know the uh, specifics of it. There's so many, like, like I said, there's so many different like things like that. That yeah, that's the problem. And they put that, and they put that on the, you know, um, they put that on the job requirements. And mm-hmm. even though it's something that's extraordinarily rare. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You know what? Okay, I have a question for you. I've heard of this, and this someone, someone from HR told me this at my job. I don't know. Um, so they said, like, you know, sometimes you might see a job title that says, "Oh, well, you need." Uh, like 10 years or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But she said, if you have eight years, just apply for it anyway. Do you believe that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Um, and in fact, I condone just flat out lying. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah. You think so? I know so. Really? Lie. Absolutely. Damn. Absolutely. Lie. I, I guess because I mean they're using that to kind of see um, just to filter out people. Yeah, but, they're filtering out the people that tell the truth. Absolutely, flat out lying. Damn man. I mean, Shit. do you think? Do you think if you have eight years experience, um, mm-hmm. 
in something. Do you think that, you know, you're going to learn something new in the last two in the next two years? Like, come on now. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, at, there, there's going to come a point where it's repetitive, you know, so. OK, I see. I see what you're saying. It's true. Like the difference between eight years and 10 is really not big um, yeah. at all. But uh, and I guess so, like, let's say you only have one year experience. You can't lie and say you have five years or seven years. Right. You can, but you shouldn't because the right. interview goes horribly. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the biggest thing. Um, yeah. The interview did not go well. If you don't mind, you know, because you're not really losing anything that you didn't have before, uh, but except time. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be like a really bad, embarrassing interview. Um, and you are wasting people's time and you're. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's better to not do that. But like, um, and what you said, you know, yeah, I'll just flat out lie. <laughs> Hey man, y'all get in the truth, man. Hey, uh, this ain't scripted. That's GC for it. So, yeah. uh, shout out to SKC. What's going on, bro? You had a funny, uh, very funny promo uh, of your uh, video, SKC. So, shout out to you. That was funny as hell. Make sure you guys uh, subscribe to SKC. Uh, funny nigga. Um, so, uh, let's see. My next question: um, Do you think a bachelor degree is necessary, or can guys get through with associates, or do you think they need either or? Um, do you think master degrees matter at all when it comes to software development or engineering? Uh, no, it, it matters very little. However, a bachelor, I would definitely go with that because we talked about how difficult it is to break into the industry without one mm-hmm. um, or with one, excuse me, um, and combine that with people without one, you know, just just add that to it. It's it's you know, it's infinitely worse. Now, if you're connected you know, you know, somebody that works somewhere that can get you in definitely, then yeah, by all means, you know, take a code academy or something like that um, and do that. Because once you're in, you know, then you gain that experience, then, you know, it won't matter because you'll have the experience. But unless you have that going for you, I would definitely get the bachelor's. Yeah, I agree. Because um, you want to get in, um, because what a lot of these companies are doing, like I said, they're having their intra- tip, intern, intern, uh, internship programs. Then after that, they have this thing called like um, uh, early talent program or something like that, early uh, grad program or early post-grad program, something where it's for people who are just graduated and only have maybe under two years of experience. And yeah. usually the requirement is a bachelor's degree because they assume that you have you've gotten maybe an internship or two and you, you have low experience. Well, then you can get into, into that program and get some experience. So that's what I did, actually. I... Um, I got my internship. It was three months. Actually, what I was supposed to do was go to their next level program and get maybe one, two years experience or whatever, get full time. But I didn't really like what I was doing um, in my internship, which was fucking mainframe. I don't know if you're into that shit, um, GC, but uh, hmm. mainframe, mainframe for me is just not something I care for, really. Um, yeah. But shout out to you, mainframe niggas. Just saying, uh, just saying. But uh, I didn't like the shit, so I went to another company and joined their um, uh, ten year, uh, their ten month program, and went that way. So yeah, bachelor degrees I think is is great, um, especially with engineering and STEM. Uh, just really, I don't see any excuse not to get one. Now, if you have associates, you can do that too. Um, but they have there's a lot of the uh, there's a lot of different ways to um, get it. I mean, there's like that uh, what is it, like two plus two program where you do your associates and then you move up to your bachelor's within like really quickly. You you get fucking both within a matter of time, so you yeah. can do that. You know, so there's a lot of ways to um, do it. I mean, the main thing is you want to get into the door, which you know you want to have your GPA, you want to have your GPA, you get your bachelor's, even if you don't have internship. 
um, you, you're still in, you're still going to have a really big advantage just having one and it's going to actually boost you in salary. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think getting a bachelor's is, um, extremely important. And like I said, um, STEM majors only, like STEM majors lives only, like fuck all that other bullshit. But I've seen people in, at my job who didn't have a STEM degree and they somehow got into the industry. So that's possible too. But you may have to do some big loops and hoop to hoops and go through obstacles that you may not want to go through. And you know? like a penis or two. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, shout out to uh, that shit. Uh, so uh, Zeno said, so Zeno, let me see your comment. He said, boot camps will have you trying for years. Hmm. Boot camps. What do you think about boot camps? I think they're good for refreshers, but definitely get your get your bachelor's. Like uh, you mentioned, like what what did you say, hoodoo or something like that? Like I mean, if I seen that on a on a job post or something, and I wanted the job otherwise, I, I would probably just uh, do a quick boot camp on that before the interview. I oh. mean, they're good for that to me. That's a good point. So, boot camps before and the interview lie. and lie. Like if they say, you know, we want somebody with a year's experience of uh, what did you say, hoodoo or something like that, I take a boot camp and lie. <laughs> I hear you on that. So Zeno says every company has a certain amount of positions set aside for bachelor degrees applicants. Yeah, agreed. Um, and they're called, I guess they're kind of, kind of called pay grades, or they have like different grades and shit. Um, like if you have a bachelor's degree, you're going to be at a certain level versus someone who doesn't. Um, so yeah, that's true. So you want to you know put yourself in the advantage early on, you know, before uh, the earlier the better, really. I would say. Uh, let's see. What's up, Almighty Rome? He says certifications, I think, are better than degrees. Students in my class already have jobs. What do you think about that? Um, you mean like a certification in a particular language? Like I say, it's, it's very difficult to um, to get jobs that way. You know? Yeah. Um, even me. I, um, a lot of people I know just they got it through their bachelor's and had a shit ton of internships. I know dudes who had like three, four, two, whatever. And they just jumped to the company that, um, you know, had that internship with them, you know, like a Wells Fargo or whatever, so, uh, those big companies like that. So right. that's just what I've, that's what that seems to be the easier uh, path, you know, you know, and it seems to be quite successful for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, so for people wanting to do software development, do you think uh, they need to be fully invested and love code long term? Because we all know that, um, you know, you gotta enjoy the job before you can even really um, be in that job long term, and especially with programming and coding and stuff, <laughs> I mean that shit will. Well, first of all, you'll probably get exposed in college. You'll find out really quick if you don't like that shit or not. So, what sure. do you think about that? Um, yeah, I mean it's from what I know, the people who are in it, like the um, like the pro program and product managers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think um, they had like a fallback um, called um, IT management or something like that, um, you know, where you only had to do a portion of it and it wasn't as much coding. Um, I think people like that, once again, if you if you break into the industry, then, you know, that's great. You're you're good. You know, you're golden. And I think that pay is uh, comparable. So, you know, it's just um, very difficult because um, more people are able to do that and willing to do that than um, coding. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I forgot the question. What was the question? Oh, let me go back to it. 
Uh, hold on a second. Let me go back. Oh, and make sure you guys who are coming through, you're liking the video and, and um, subscribe if you're new. Uh, so the question was, um, do you have to be, uh, should you be fully invested and love the code? Like you love that shit after, after school and classes, you're back to coding and you love that shit. Like you, it's just fun to you. Like, do you have to have that type oh. of uh, mindset to be in code? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I see what you're saying. Uh, yes, you do. All right. Um, so the, the teacher, I had a professor who brought it, who broke it up uh, just like this, and he said it perfectly. Um, he said they recommend three hours per unit of study per week. So if you have a you know three unit course, then you should do uh, nine hours of study on that course per week. And then he said, but we all know um, that that's an average and that some classes you don't need to study at all. Right, right which means that on the opposite side of campus, there is a class where you have to do three times as more to make up for that class. He said, and this is it. So understand that's what you're getting into before you move forward. You know, you're, you know, this isn't the um, easy A sector of, of, of campus. It's no not, way. yeah. No way. Uh, you, you need to work your ass off and um, just like, you know, and here's another thing too is like when you're in school no one really tell like you know they have info sessions and stuff right but they don't really tell you the reality of once you enter the work sector how it's like your day like they don't tell you about that nine to five shit, right so i mean the nine to five is not bad right because i like what i'm doing uh system analysis and i do uh risk compliance and it so i'm a mixture of system analysts and a kind of security mix into one that's what's kind of what i do but um, I mean, for people, if you don't like coding in school, man, you're not gonna like it on your nine to five. You're not, because that's what, that's a lot of hours, this chilling coding. I mean, you gotta like that shit because you might have a, a long ass work day. You might have a long ass project or some shit, you know? So this is something to, to consider. And I know the thing about STEM is like, a lot of the job titles sound really cool, right? That's the thing that kind of gets a lot of people, right? But then, <laughs> When that once they find out the work it requires, it's like I'm out of there, eject. Like, but the titles sound great, you know. Um, saying you're an engineer sounds great, right? But it's the work that you know people are not gonna always um, connect with. True. Mm -hmm. True. That's very true. Um, I mean, it's it's something that you. I mean, well, I don't really know people that actually get through the bachelor's program that don't have some sort of passion for it because unless right. you unless you're a prodigy or something like that um mm -hmm. which which in any event means you can do it because you can pretty much do most things um mm -hmm. you know without having it get to you mm -hmm. but Agreed. yeah it does require a lot more dedication than um than many other fields i will indeed. say that. yeah yeah uh, indeed um indeed totally agree um because and the analyst side, <laughs> you don't have to, it, it's really laid back because um, we're not really doing codes and shit like that. We're just using programs, using applications and stuff like that. And maybe some procedures in here and there, maybe some different projects, but um, this is very laid back. So I'm insane for the people who, um, but like I said, IT covers a lot of things. Um, so uh, it's just, you know, about finding what you, uh, what caters to you really. Um, but um, yeah. Uh, so Zeno, you said something. So certs really only makes sense for IT. So, um, like for me, right? Um, you know what the CI SSP is, right? 
Uh, CISSP, no. Okay, so it's like um, I, I know I I know where CISP is, but that's a biological thing. I don't think that's what you're. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. It's like the next. It's like a uh, IT security cert. It's like a big one. Like you, it, once you've reached like five years of experience, I think you can take it. And um, like I could take it, but that's if I only want to stay in IT security. So there's like tons of options, you know. Just like the network engineer guys have the uh, the Cisco cert. There's tons of Cisco certs that they could take. Um, but for some jobs, it, they may require you to have one, right? They may require you to actually have one, or the next level promotion, they may require you to get something. So, um, yep, certs oh. definitely um, do matter, but not all all the time. Not all the time. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, my dad, my dad, you know, he's of course older, um, and he doesn't have a degree, and he works in IT. I um, mean, he has he he maintains his certifications. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. you yeah. Know. I and I can see. I know a lot of people who do that. So mm -hmm. I think Zero does that. So yeah, uh, I think yeah, I think he has some certs, but yeah, yeah, it's the PIMP for IT. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's the PMP for IT security. Yeah, bingo, exactly. And um, like I said, if you want to stay in IT security, fine, you can. I mean, you can make a lot of fucking money here. I mean, the saying you can, but um, you don't have to. That's the thing about IT. You have a lot of options. Um, but you know, because you know, millennials and Gen Z, you know, we have fucking too much options. That's why we might get lost and no, don't know what to pick. So that could be an, uh, another um, challenge too, is picking the right uh, field and uh, um, actually liking it. But that's what you should actually try in, um, you know, while you're in school. But um, I mean, there's a lot of shit to do, man. There's a lot of shit um, to do in um, these fields. So uh, my next question. Um, so you mentioned you worked at a game company. Um, uh -huh. How was your experience working at a game company? Because, you know, like, of course, with us guys, um, you know, gaming is kind of something that's really mainstream now. So there are a lot of people that are entering the field of STEM and software uh, development, hoping to maybe enter into a gaming company. So what's your experience on that? So um, I, one, I didn't actually work um, for the company direct. I was um, hired to solve some problems through a third party mm -hmm. uh, temporarily. But um, it, it was I mean, you just see the you just see the problems. You don't really see um, you don't really see it's it's not it's not fun. Now, they do have QA testers who actually play the game for a living. Mm -hmm. I, I met those guys and, you know, that seems like it'd be fun to play video games for a living. Um, mm -hmm. You know, on the surface, and I know that that's every young man's dream, but um, I I didn't do that. But it's mm -hmm. just like um, any other QA job, really. It wasn't anything spectacular. Now, the gaming industry, um, from a software perspective, it's uh, it's actually worse than regular work. And yeah. I remember, and I forget the name of the company. I forget the name of the company, but the um, but the hardest. Uh, test that I ever took um, was through this company, you know, mm -hmm. and it was deceptively hard. So um, it was two questions. I forget the name of it, but um, it was two questions. One of them dealt with, um, I forget, well, I forget the two questions, to be honest with you. And I only um, like touched on the first one, but mm -hmm. it was, and I kid you not, it was a five hour test. Hmm. God. Um, and I thought that they, you know, that it was just going to be like a 30 minute thing where you just had to code something for 30 minutes and they just put the five hours just in case, you know, you, 
you had to do something and you know you could come back and still and still do it but no you would actually literally have to sit and work on this problem and it it only had like two line requests and i read it and i was like oh this would be easy but then when you but then when you read it carefully like i, I spent like 20 minutes doing it it's like okay this is easy and then you know and then i was like oh wait a minute that and then i was just like okay i just got to change this it's like, oh no, that don't work. And then I was like, wait, maybe if I did this. And then I spent a good two hours just like, maybe if I did this, maybe if I did this. And I was like, oh crap, they, they're, they're not playing. This is an actual five hour thing. And that was just the one question. Um, so I needless to say, I didn't get the job. I didn't even complete the first question. Hmm. Um, it was so ridiculous. I think that that was more like an MIT level type type thing. Um, so that was the only time I applied to a gaming company, mm -hmm. um, like directly, um, not through a third party or anything like that. And, mm -hmm. um, but another thing is, is that remember that 3d recognition thing that got me out of mechanical engineering. Mm -hmm. That's, that is a large part of, um, of gaming. Oh, in fact, in fact um, as a concentration, um, I audited a course like that. And that is, you know, once again, that's my weak suit. So, um, you know, in fact, um, it wasn't a major problem in Calc three because it's it's on paper, but uh, mm -hmm. it's still it's it's still a pain. And um, so, when you concentrate, because my concentration was uh, video game development, there's three courses that you take. Um, you know, there is the uh, 3D animation course, and then there is the uh, AI course, which I loved. I love the AI course. Mm -hmm. um, and then there is the um, the one that's like a mixture of two, where you're where you're uh, developing for like the um, 3D um, um, movements of it. So it's kind of like where you apply everything to it. Mm -hmm. um, it's very difficult to get into modern gaming. Yeah, I will say that. Yeah, I, I, I can I can definitely see that. And um, uh, now that you mentioned it, um, I'm gonna. Uh, when it comes to game companies, man, like you see all these big hit um, third party games or these big hit exclusives on Microsoft, PlayStation, um, like with God of War, like those guys, um, it seems like once you, you do a game, it comes out, it looks like you have to keep jumping companies back to back to get work. It seems like you're basically doing contractor work. Mm -mm. No, no, that's not true. And, and this isn't me speaking from personal experience. Um, mm -hmm. This is just... Um, this is just okay. So most of uh, my professors mm -hmm. came from either the gaming or our movie industry, which is really one in the same, mm -hmm. not in a very real way. Like um, they worked on things like Monsters Inc. You know, they work for um, like Disney, Pixar, and stuff like that. And they oh, are. Oh, hmm? oh, oh no, go ahead. <laughs> no, my professors. Mm -hmm. uh, not any student that I know. I actually don't even know of anybody that went into the gaming industry directly and long term as a developer. I, I don't, but um, uh, because there's there's few companies out there like that, and I'm talking about like the major 3D gaming and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. you, know, um, you know, I'm not talking about like Farmville. What's what was that Zynga or something like that? You know, yeah. or Floppy Birds. I'm not really talking about that. I'm talking about like um, like you know the gaming industry completely. Mm. Um, but the professors, the PhD level people, they are, and they come running from that. That's why they're there. That's why they are college professors instead, mm -hmm. because um, it's very difficult and you're dealing with hard deadlines. You know, if they want to make a Nightmare Before Christmas movie, 
um, or part two or something like that. You know, you can't say um, I have family problems. You know, you can you can you make it the nightmare before New Year's? You know, that's not going to fly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, or the nightmare before Valentine's Day, that's not going to fly. They want it on a deadline because that deadline is how they make money. So, you know, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of work. Um, of course, it's a lot of pay. But at some point, who really gives a shit? You know, right. Right. Like, Agreed. What's the difference between 250K and, you know, 180 really like, you know, uh, well, I tell you the difference. The difference is um, June, July and August off. That's the difference. So fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the work life balance is fucking terrible. Um, it's yeah. fucking awful. It's uh, you're you're hoping not to waste all your PTO and shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, fuck it. You know, it's, it's stupid as shit. I mean, that's why. I, I mean, uh, when I was in college, like they used to hype up the corporate shit so much. But then, I mean, honestly, after being in five years in corporate, I'm like, this shit is this too overhyped. Like this shit, like this is what this this is it really? Like I'm not really too impressed anymore after five years. But uh, uh, you know, shout out to uh, comic design. What's going on? Uh, shout out to uh, Black Brain Trust. El Grande, what's up? Um, master teacher, aka the master teacher, of, uh, of, of many things. Shout out to uh, El Grande, what's going on? Um, so you've mentioned something. Oh, let me know. No, let me go back to Liam's question so I don't forget it. Um, he said, What are the highest paying jobs in software development? Um, if I if I know, I don't really know, uh, for sure, but from mm -hmm. what I understand, anything that deals with um, security. Um, so you're in a great you're in a great um, division. Anything that deal with um, network secu security and corporate security, I think that those are hard to get and um, pay high. Mm -hmm. um, artificial intelligence definitely pays high. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think those are the niches. Like, I'm I'm th I'm trying to think back to like concentrations that really paid. Mm -hmm. You know. So I'm trying to think um, back to that, like the concentrations that really paid are um, are those. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I mean, I'm pretty sure video game design does, but that's, you know, once again. I mean, uh, well, for entry level, right? I would say uh, this is why I said it with uh, when I did the zero uh, video with zero. I think it was like average like 50 to like 70 or 50 to 80 pretty much for entry level um, STEM, I would say pretty much. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I think that that's about right. I, I think I got shorted um, when I first got into industry because mm -hmm. um, black people, young black people aren't really used to making um, a certain amount. So they just kind of take what they can get more. Yeah, that, and, that definitely. Yeah. And because uh, we have like less family support, mm -hmm. um, we we don't have a fallback. So, you know, we, we don't really leave much room for negotiation. Uh, funny you say negotiation uh that's that's a funny word in this space uh but uh yeah, 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 fact, yeah. um black men you know we generally are taught not to negotiate um for relationships or for um salaries you know like I, w I was shocked like you know like i was just used to um having people and companies like tell me what they're gonna pay and you know like like this is how much we pay it's like mm -hmm. okay um thanks for hiring me so yeah. yeah, they'll get you on that the first couple of times. I actually, um, I actually felt it um, when you know, just talking to my peers and stuff, um, mm -hmm. um, that I was being shorted. And I talked to my professor about it, and um, 
I talked to my previous professor about it and, you know, he told me like, yeah, you're, you're being shorted. He said, look, you know, life isn't going to be fair. Um, but, um, you know, you should know that cause he got shorted too. Mm -hmm. He got shorted because he started at a different university and they paid him what that one is, even though it's less than what the thing with the, uh, what his peers make. And now mm -hmm. he's, now he has surpassed them, you know, um, and um, however, it's still relative to the base pay. So he's still making less. It's, it's kind of weird that way, mm -hmm. um, but he's not tripping. And he said, that I shouldn't really um, trip on it, but I should seek more. So definitely don't be afraid to negotiate. And um, fellas, um, never, ever, 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 mm -hmm. ever um, say the price first. Always. Oh, God. No, no, no. <laughs> you can't do that. Always yeah. make sure that they say the price first. Because you, you're, you're basically playing chess with these niggas, these HR niggas. That, that's yeah. basically what you're doing. And if you're doing that, you're just basically said, oh, nigga, I'm defeated. That, that, like, I, I'm done. Like, don't do that. But uh, yeah, negotiation is very important. And I would say, let's say, um, okay, you're looking for job titles, right? Go ahead and Google search. Go to like uh, PayScale or whatever site that says um, salary averages and stuff like that, right? So mm -hmm. Get get your reference from that to see where the average uh, salaries are for whatever position you're trying to go for. And I would say you, whatever they're trying to offer you, I would try to negotiate at least an extra, 10%. I'd say two to three K at least. Uh, 10, 10%. Oh, you think? Yeah. Because I thought like, okay, well, okay. You're, okay. Because I thought like when it came to like jump moves, right? Like, um, uh, job A to job B, you're going, you want to get that 10%. But I'm, I'm thinking like for a person, a person in college just graduated, like, trying to get their first offer, they say uh, 60 or something. Let's say they give you, oh, well, we'll offer you 60. You think they should try to negotiate to get an extra 10%? Extra 6,000 bucks? Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay, okay 6,000. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, I mean, that makes you know, like, why, why not? I mean, because uh, what is it to the company? They're, they're paying people hundreds of thousands and you won't give me an extra six. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So extra time. And you'll be surprised because you might've, you might've walked in with the whole, with, with 50 in mind, you know, because 50 is more than what you was making cleaning cell phones. So you mm -hmm. might walk in, you might walk in with that. And then when they say, when, when they say 60, you like, mm -hmm. Oh, I got an extra 10. That's almost a thousand a month. And you might want to stop there, but, but no, nah, if they say 60, they, they, they could do the extra 10. Yeah. Uh, extra 10. That, but see, even though it's $500 a month, that's like a, that's like a lease on a Lexus or something like that, you know? So, yeah. That's a car note right there. Yeah, exactly. You know, so let's not, um, let's, let's not get it twisted, but uh, it's the principle. It's mm -hmm. the principle and your future raises and shit like that will be um, based on that. So you got to, you know, yeah. I, I agree on that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, That's you know, and, and, and fellas, maybe not so much on entry level, but don't be afraid to walk the fuck out. Don't don't be afraid to walk out. Oh, totally agree, man. Uh, like we said, we're talking about this corporate ladder shit. Dudes, you guys do not be loyal to these niggas like fuck them. I mean, uh, get your experience. And if they're not offering you shit, don't because we can't do it. I mean, uh, we can't be st the days of staying at a company for. 10 years it's just not it's just not realistic anymore um sorry um maybe uh a decent like maybe three years and see what you know if you're still learning stay there longer and longer but it, i'd say give them at least three years you don't want to be one of those niggas that be monkey branching 
every one year. So like that shit looks weird on a resume. Like mm -hmm. if I'm if I if my uh, boss tells me to um, help them interview someone, if I see that shit, a person who's just jumping one year, one year, I'm like, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not taking that shit seriously. But I say I think three years is a decent amount of time. Uh, what do you think about? Yeah, um, two to three years, absolutely. Now, um, with with software, you want to you don't want to jump before you before you have something else because things change in three years and you might find yourself behind a learning curve. Um, you know, having to figure out new shit. Um, so be weary of that. But um, but yeah, you don't want to you don't want to get stacked because what happens is companies develop internal tools. Um, you're not developing new software. You're you're just um, you're just modifying um, existing software, things like that. You're dealing with like a lot of internal stuff, some that you made yourself, some commercial. And um, these skill sets probably don't transfer over as well. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, be careful of that. Make sure that you have something new. Exactly. And um, before you even, when you get an offer, let people that you, you know, you trust fucking look at the offer. Like, don't just sign the shit when you first see it. Like, make sure you actually read the shit and make sure it's everything that, you know, uh, you agree with. Make sure people who, I mean, if you have a mentor, let them look at it. If you have a close friend who is already in the industry, let them look at that shit. You know, let people look at it just before you sign shit. You know, just be careful. Don't be this too like uh desperate and shit. Oh, i finally got to sign the shit in russian without reading the fucking shit you know um read that shit through you know just be careful you know gotta be careful but um in corporate like i said like these niggas this like exactly what black crow said you can love a job but that doesn't mean the job loves you like as soon as you leave bro they're gonna replace you it is what it is this is how uh, this is how you know this country works and shit this is how these corporate shit works man don't uh, be like you have to be you're not loyal to these niggas all right you're just mm -hmm. trying to use them so you can get your experience and move on to the next i'm sorry i mean that's just how it is um you know as soon as you you know you're tired of whatever you're doing you've got experience and you want to go somewhere else go ahead and do it. especially in stem man like there's the jobs are endless especially on what uh where you're at if you're like located in a big city or some shit like you said anywhere in fucking cali um texas whatever big big ass places new york and stuff you're good to go, man. STEM is fucking everywhere. So you don't have to limit yourself at all. The options are out there, you know? So, so um, I agree. I agree. There's a couple of things that's brought up in the chat. Um, mm -hmm. And I want to I wanna um, tie into that. Um, so uh, pl please believe they are giving um, Asians and white people 100K. Okay, listen, it's not race specific. I'm going to repeat. It's not, it's not race specific at all. Um, I know I... I'm not downplaying what people go through in, in various industries of the world, but you know, if there's, if there's racial bias just doesn't really exist like that um, in this field, it generally exists in places where you are the face of the company, where you represent the image of the company. Um, mm -hmm. And, and like, if they want somebody to have international business meetings in Japan or some shit like that, then they would prefer a white guy. Um, you know, or even an Asian guy or something like that, um, because that's just the, the the universal perception of what a businessman looks like. But as far as this goes, there's there's no there's no color and code. Now, I will say that um, there is a problem in the black men themselves, um, particularly American ones who who negotiate their salaries, um, including myself, mm -hmm. um, because you know, no matter what, it's going to be higher than what you made before. And yeah, you, you know, they might have been willing to pay you 100K, but you're going in there like, you know, 
oh, okay, I'll take 75 because, you know, uh, uh, it's twice what I was making at my previous job. Mm. So you, we don't know no better. Put it like that. We're not used to, you know, we're not used to 100K. None of our friends are 100K, you know. Mm. Um, so, so, and our father wasn't a hundred K so, and, and he's been at it for years. So why would we even know to ask for such a ridiculous number? There is that mindset. And then we come, we, we go into it in a area of desperation. We go into it. Um, we go into it desperate. For example, um, we, we kind of leave university in debt. Um, yeah, we do you know, um, in an apartment that we have to pay rent on uh, with still no job and our last student loan savings is running out, you know, we got to get that rent paid and stuff like that. And, you know, um, they know that they know that um, you don't you don't have any fallback It's either this or Walmart. So mm -hmm. um, they they know all this about you um, just because of racial stereotypes, a lot of which are true. They know that for whatever reason, the fucking boomers, the fucking boomers think it's a good idea to, to kick their kids out on their 18th birthday, no matter how much potential they got, because, you know, they're fucking boomers. They know shit like that, but that doesn't necessarily apply to um, to Asian or white people. They know that if you're Indian, you always have a um, place to stay and live, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, the parents take care of the kids until the kids take care of the parents. So they know that these are the people who are more willing to say, oh, fuck you, you know, or they know that if you're a white kid, that you always have work that's high paying, even though it's not um, even though it's not directly related to computer science, mm -hmm. you know, just for being above the curve um, intellectually. So, you know? um, well, it makes it it makes it cultural, you know. Uh, more than ratio, but I know I know what you're saying. This isn't this isn't them saying that we're paying you less because you're black. This is them saying we we know we can get away with it because of the culture that you come from. Mm -hmm. It's uh, a little difference, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, and somebody else said something. Um, uh, oh, let me know. Your K for Objective C. So okay, um, there are see Objective C really isn't. So if he's doing Objective C. Um, then chances are he is um, he developed a software from the ground up that he knows very well because Objective-C isn't even used for iPhone development anymore. Um, is They moved to Swift. Objective-C I, I, I did once um, and it doesn't have garbage collection and it's a bitch of a language uh, to deal with. So I can understand why they would have trouble uh, finding a replacement for this person. But it seems like he got in at a company and made himself irreplaceable and got that 400K and, and good for him. Okay. Uh, so my next question. Um, so when it comes to um, audit, like how does audit work when it comes to software development? Is it, is it, is, are they, because is this basically what the QA people are doing, like looking at your code or how, do you guys deal with that stuff when it comes to software development? Very no QA has no they they have no say over the quality of work that a developer does. But um, and this isn't me shitting on them. It's just that you know they, they wouldn't leave it to them. Um, very few places really audit um, developers like that. Um, I mean, you know, we do have deadlines and and things like that, but it's it's very difficult to um, audit a developer. Um, every now and again, you get some fucking jackass. 
<laughs> you know, like um, like what's his name on um, on Office Space, Lumberg. You get somebody. People like that actually exist. I shit you not. People like that. It's not made up. People like that actually exist. And the fact that the movie is like twenty one years old, and um, you know, it's um, it, I never programmed Sift, um, Blaze, but um, yeah, just make long story short, I never programmed Swift, uh, but I do think it has garbage collection. I mean, it has to be some improvement on Objective C, um, and Coco Touch. So, um, people like that actually exist, and it is based on stupid ass reports and shit like that. That and you really do want to stab them or 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 like you know hire somebody to to, to rape them in prison, but oh, yeah. like because it's stupid, it's stupid, you know. I, I I hate shit like that. So, like you said, you know, um, the software development work can be kind of um, challenging at times. Uh, is there how is the like the layoffs when it comes to um, software? engineering because i know like when it comes to like to like the gaming companies they be laying off dudes like crazy and you know because of pr different projects and stuff like that but um is it uh in your industry how is it um when it comes to layoffs yeah you can get laid off i mean people people get it all the time like um because you know software you're you're a developer and once something is developed yeah and you know there there's that i mean you know there's maintenance of course but it doesn't require as many uh developers to maintain something as as it is to create something mm -hmm. so yeah absolutely it, it it happens uh quite frequently mm -hmm. uh, do you think brothers are kind of timid when it comes to software engineering because of the difficulty or um do you think software engineering now is easier than it was before to get into or how hard is that door to fucking open now than before um, it's probably a lot easier because there's a lot of online things that you could do to help prepare yourself for the courses. Mm -hmm. Right, right. You know, that that just didn't really exist um, back in the day. You can actually pretty much just take the course before you take the course. Like, you know, if you're going to take a particular course, you can like take it online in the summer and then take the class and get an A. So I'm assuming it's a lot easier. Mm -hmm. True. There are tons of fucking free uh, programs and stuff available. Um, fucking even on youtube there's shit on uh, tutorials and little uh courses and lessons shit like that so you good point there there's, the shit is um there's a lot of uh open source um like assistance that uh, a lot of people can definitely get into mm -hmm. uh so do you do you have any uh certifications or anything no oh okay okay no i've never been asked except by like the hr people but um um who don't really know that it's not a degree and certification is almost uh, redundant, but um, but the short answer is no. Mm -hmm. So okay, so you said you're focused in Java, right? Mm -hmm. What other language is like your second to most favorite or anything? You have a, a second to favorite to Java or anything like that? I mean, a second favorite only because it's similar is C sharp. Um, I haven't really gotten into um, Python, which um, I probably should learn. But you know, I like to stick. You know, because then. You know why would I why would I say I have one year of Python and just you know start a job with uh, entry level, mm -hmm. you know? Okay. Um, okay. Let me see. Where am I at? Okay. Oh, okay. So, what do you think about? Because I think you mentioned you did some contracting work. So, what do you think about contractor work for software development? Is there is there another good option for? Is this is a, is this another good option for um, young guys besides yeah. full time? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's um, 
um, it's it's how I take vacations. Oh shit! Yeah, right, right. Yeah, uh, how, yeah. How I take yeah. Long vacations. It's like fuck it, you know. Right. I mean, time is more precious than money to me. So I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, okay. So wait. So you would actually push contracted work over full time? It depends on your lifestyle. But like, if you if you want to do something for you know, um, and like you say, you you leave companies um you you know after after a couple of years anyway so mm -hmm. you know why not be contracted to do so you know you get paid more to contract and then you know it's like fuck True. it go somewhere for a month or two you know <laughs> that's why i tell story that's why i tell stories in you know when i'm away and like i'm away longer than my friends like they'll be there for a week and i'll be there for like um six weeks and that's why it's like you know i'm between contracts so fuck it yeah true yeah yeah because like you have to get like like you know the vacations just be short as fuck i mean it's like you don't want to waste all your fucking because you have one big ass vacation for like three weeks you're like you're not you're gonna have to be working for the rest of the fucking year and shit so. yeah no I, I i do not want to rely on company given vacation time what is it like four weeks is a good company so mm -hmm. not that you know and that doesn't count like you know the days that you have to take a vacation day because you know, something happened, like a funeral or some shit like that. That's not a vacation. Fuck that. A vacation is a vacation. You know. <laughs> no, right. I mean, like, if 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 I um, had what it takes, and I probably don't, um, to become a PhD, I, I just teach it and have like all the vacation. So, um, so we agreed that you know we think that uh, getting your bachelor's would be the best way to go. Um, what major do you think is best for software development? Because there's tons of them. There. You know, there's like computer engineering, computer science. You mentioned like what what majors do you think are best for um, software development? No, no, computer science is the major for that. Um, the the software engineering is a course that you take um, as mm -hmm. a subject of computer science, at least at my university. But um, right. no, the only things that are computer related that um, are computer science and computer engineering. And computer engineering is like um, when you deal with uh, the computer itself or things that compute. Like if um, I wanted to make a vending machine or something like that, I'd talk to a computer engineer. And really that stop break system is um, was a computer engineering thing, but it wasn't it wasn't very difficult. So, you know, mm -hmm. and I was primarily cleaning cell phones, so. Yeah. yeah. Hey man, uh, you ever think about doing like a, a, phone, a phone cleaning business or something? You know, uh, their business model, I think they're still in business. Their business model uh, did seem interesting. You know, it did. I, I think that um, this is where, you know, white privilege come in because uh, he seemed to be connected with these companies. Like, uh -huh. why are these people giving their old cell phones to this guy? You know, so he seems to like, you know, just rub the right elbows and shit like that. Like he... He 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 plays golf with you know with the right people, and he just says, "Hey, hey, Tom, what do you do with all those old cell phones that you you know that you discard every couple years?" Like, oh, I don't know. We throw them. Away. We'll just just send them over here. You know, he seems like that guy. Mm -hmm. Like, so yeah, and I'm not. So. I think it'd be funny as hell if you made another channel called um, Cell Cleaner. Be <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, well, it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't like you know particularly degrading or anything like that. It was. It was just work. You know, right, right, right. I mean, I work at a gas station. You, you take a lot of jobs. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel. Like I used to work at um, 
a fucking sandwich shop. So I feel you. Yeah, I worked at Burger King. You know, you just take a lot of you just take a lot of jobs like that. You know, right. I mean, this wasn't this wasn't the worst job I had. I think I think probably um, Burger King was probably the worst job. Um, there was this there was like this check processing company I worked for. I did a lot of jobs. You know, <laughs> oh, telemarketing. Telemarketing is the worst job you can ever have. Oh, okay. Telemarketing. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. I I, yeah. I I blocked it out of my memory. Telemarketing is the worst job you can ever have. Damn. Well, uh, I guess shout out to all you niggas struggling with telemarketing. Uh, shout out to you niggas. Uh, so <laughs> if you're looking for like entry level engineers in your team, uh, how do you gauge their talent? Um, and, and how do you know who's who's fucking who sucks and who doesn't in an interview scenario? How would you like test a uh, potential client? Now, I know for a lot of software jobs, they usually give you fucking code to do or some shit. But how would you specifically do it? I ask some questions that I know that they don't know the answer to and see if they make shit up. Oh, I yeah. you not always do that. I always do that. If you're a fucking makeup person, you know, uh, then, then I, I don't want to fuck with you. But if you if you if you are a ask question. Uh, what can I learn mm -hmm. uh, person? Then yeah, yeah. That's some that's something I could fuck with. Oh, okay. Wait. So you've actually interviewed people before? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Nice, man. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. You got like 10 years of experience. So that makes a lot of sense. So how how was that experience for it to kind of uh interview? Um how was that your how was your experience? I've never been the determining um the determining person for that. Oh but, okay. But um, you know, so um but you know it is what it is. Um, mm -hmm. Basically, they have a series of questions that um, that I administer, and you know, but were I the person running it, where I headed the department, which I've never been, mm -hmm. um, then yeah, I would. Um, um, that's what I would do. Mm -hmm. So you actually mentioned, you mentioned something. Uh, you mentioned something actually. Uh, so would you consider uh, being like a, a manager or whatever, or the head of your team? Because ten years, I mean. Did you ever have the opportunity to become uh, management or did you ever want to? I never wanted to. Um, and no, I never had the opportunity. I, I mean, I would assume they would be a terrible um, life work balance. Uh, from what I've seen in, in my industry, it's like the managers are, they really don't know shit. I mean, they know some of them actually know some stuff, but some don't, you know, they just, it's just about handling people's salaries and um, training and stuff like that. But uh, I used to really care about that shit. I used to get, oh, I gotta be a manager. Well, now I just like after, five years, like I said, I'm, I mean, this corporate shit is really not too impressive to me. Like, I don't even care about the manager shits and all that, those titles anymore. Um, really just personally. Um, yeah. How can I say? I don't, I, but I went in not caring. Like the managers are really just developers that, that have mm -hmm. an additional task. You know, one of them even called himself. You know, he said, "I'm the PTO signer." Right? Don't call me the manager. I'm the PTO signer. Mm -hmm. So he's just a person that you like. Hey, I need PTO for such and such, and he approves it. Mm -hmm. But he's not the actual. I mean, he is. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's really just like a, a title thing only. Mm -hmm. That's the thing in our department. The managers are really just managers and title only, and that's why we're not like. You know the quarterly reviews and shit like that are are just like yeah yeah i actually agree on that when it comes to those um reviews and stuff performance reviews after a while it's just like you're kind of like making shit up to like add because you're doing the same thing all the time like um 
you know, when you first start out, you know, you, you have some things to write about. But I guess if you're writing maybe different projects, I guess that's probably what I'll usually add on there every now and then. Or uh, if I'm doing something, uh, helping another uh, business line or something, because um, usually what I do, I I help. I'm like in the middle person in between the business lines and the, the project managers. So I, I'm always working with project managers and put on different projects. So maybe that's what I would add. But um, after a while, just like, you know, it's really that's all you're really doing and they're not really hard or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Dandry says, uh, what's your thoughts on being self-taught? Well, no matter what, um, what they teach you in school, um, you're going to have to teach yourself some stuff before um, or while in industry. So you're, you, you're, you're always going to be both. Um, I, I can't imagine a situation where you're not to some level being self-taught. Um, being self-taught completely, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. He says, I would have thought being a sewer worker is the worst job. <laughs> right. I don't know. I mean, you know, you've got all kind of like Ninja Turtles and stuff. I mean, but so, you know, you got to be careful of that. Right. Ninja rap and shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so I mean, but outside of that, I don't know. I'm saying the worst job I had, the worst job I ever had was um, was telemarketing. Like by far, by far, it makes you hate cell phones, or it's just not cell phones, but it makes you hate phones um, in yeah. general. You just go home and you don't even want to hear your own phone ring and shit. Like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Omega said, "I did solar panel sales, not that bad, but needed something different." Okay, cool, cool. Um, hey man. At least you, you went out there and you know, got some work. So shit, I can't can't hate on that. When I when I did it, um, I was selling um like cable packages, uh-huh. and you would think that that would be easy, but <laughs> uh, they did it in problem problem areas, uh, and by okay. problem areas, I mean like people who for whatever reason, um, don't have HBO. Uh-huh. You know, back in the day, back in the day, of course. And these were elderly people, primarily. These were elderly people, um, first-year immigrants that barely spoke English and shit like that, but for or, or just 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 the poor. But for whatever reason, they did not have HBO at all. Um, and you're trying to sell it to somebody, an old person who really watched the Weather Channel for entertainment. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. So it was shit like that. I sold uh, credit protection and credit consolidation for a credit card company. Um, mm-hmm that went out of business on some, you know, FCC violations and shit. Um, but that, yeah. So, so yeah, try calling somebody and convincing them to give you all, I mean, Marco can do it cause he's one smooth person. Anybody that, anybody that can master sales is you're gonna, you're gonna do well for yourself. Yeah. But, yeah. Grandi can do it for sure. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you, you try to convince people to give, I, I was basically calling like, give me all your credit card numbers. And we're gonna consolidate that. And my commission, because you had base plus plus commission, was based on how many, how much you can convince people to convert over. Uh-huh. So, you know, it was um, it was a trip. So, you know, when you get your first uh, development job and you're black, and they know that you're coming from, you know, selling credit protection or some shit like that, they 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 know what they're doing when they fucking with you. Uh-huh. Uh, so quick reminder, folks, um, for the 500 sub giveaway, be sure to email me at soulproviderspeaks at gmail.com. Email me with your cash apps and, uh, you know, I'll, you'll be put in a drawing. So definitely do that. 
Uh, don't forget to like the video, subscribe if you haven't already. And also, if you haven't subscribed to Game Changer, which I don't know why you haven't, but his link is in my description if you haven't um, uh, subscribed to him. So definitely um, subscribe to the brother. Very uh, smart uh, bro. And, um, you know, shout out to all the nerd niggas. We have to um, always um, uh, support our nerd niggas, always. Uh, so Dane says, uh, how do you feel about Skillshare, Code Academy, Can Academy, all the online learning? Like I said, I mean, I think it's good. I mean, uh, it's a great resource. Uh, for brothers who need, um, you know, additional training, practice, and learning, so I'm all for it. I didn't really back when I was in school. I didn't really use any of this stuff. I just kind of uh, took my classes, you know, took my study and stuff like that on my own, and uh, got my internship and applied like crazy during senior year, and got my first job, and I was good to go. I didn't really need any of this stuff. So, um, but you know, for the people who um, do need it. Um, I think it's a, it's a good asset to you. So uh, I would definitely look into it if you, uh, if you're, uh, if that's what you want to do. Um, let's see here. Uh, Blaze says, weather channel and mad luck. Okay. Oh, what's up, uh, Jared? What's up? Says I sold satellite TV. hell. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I bet it was, bro. I bet it was. Uh, he says, Omega says, some days it looks like they wouldn't say no to me selling them solar panels. And then I feel you on that. Uh, so let's see. So um, for the brothers who are trying to do a lateral move, um, what is the best way to move into software development? Um, a lateral move? What do you mean? Uh, like, um, let's say they came from a different, um, maybe they came from QA or they came from something else in IT and they wanted to move into software development. Oh, now that's, um, yeah, that's that's actually more doable than just uh, going to like code academies or um, certifications itself. That's mm -hmm. actually more doable. Um, talk to the developers and learn their job um, uniquely, you know, because everybody, every company has a unique style and, you know, that's what you're bringing to the table. You can walk to them and say, look, I may not know, uh, I may not have the, the degree to back it, but I do know how to do this job exactly, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's a good way to, to, you know, um, that's a good workaround for the degree requirements and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so what type of engineers do you usually see that are moving into like your company or your team? Are you always seeing people that are coming from like computer science or are you seeing like what type of engineers are you usually seeing? Are they this? Yeah. Uh, software engineers? Well, mostly computer science, but you know, we have CE and then we have, uh, we have people who are in like niche in, uh, engineering fields. Um, mm -hmm that don't really, that don't really um, have a market. Mm -hmm. Like aeronautics engineering, you know, there may be like, you know, three to 500 jobs for that in the entire union, you know, in the entire country. Like mm -hmm. how many aeronautics uh, engineers are there really, you know? Um, so, uh, but however, they graduate hundreds, if not thousands of people in that particular degree field every year. So a lot of them have to have to convert over and they convert over here. Um, mm -hmm. Same with like, you know, some physics and stuff. Um, we don't really do much physics research anymore. So, you know, and, and companies just generally putting um, don't really hire, don't really invest in research. Um, I mean, it seems like it because this is America, but. Mm -hmm. Um, and we probably do more than um, many other countries. I'm not going to, well, than most other countries, but we don't really invest in research like that. Like all the technology we have 
is a upgrade from technology that was developed during World War II. So, you know, that's including the computer we're talking on. So it's, it's, it's we're just refining old technology, not really creating new stuff. Uh, research and development is a dying field. However, you have very, very smart people who studied such things and, you know, they, um, a lot of them convert over, but they still have experience. Mm -hmm. That's a good point you mentioned about technology. I would say in my industry, uh, when it comes to getting upgrades and things about different with apps and programs, uh, that shit is slow as fuck. Um, that shit is like, like, uh, uh, but the first company I was in when I graduated, like, okay, they were kind of ahead in a certain area. And then when I moved to this next company, it's like they're behind. I'm like, fuck, well, God damn it. So um, that is something that's kind of uh, common in my industry. Um, it kind of sucks, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I guess when you, you really shouldn't have any expectation when it comes to technology in my industry. I'm just going to say that, um, sadly. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's no big deal, especially for um, analyst type work. It's not uh, a big thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's um, there hasn't been much, you know, applicable breakthrough since. Um, I mean, you know, <laughs> the people with money aren't necessarily um, in fact, they almost exclusively aren't um, research people. Mm -hmm. So you're basically asking somebody with money hey, give me this money and maybe I can get you something back. That'd mm -hmm. be cool. You know, you give me a bunch of money and maybe I'll give you a hover bike, you know, maybe. And it is five years, I don't have a hover bike. Give me more money. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you how close I am to having a hover bike, you're not going to understand it. So, you know, who... It's, it's, it's hard getting money for that, except during wartime. Um, mm -hmm. Because during wartime, it's like, look, you know, we're going to win this motherfucker. I don't care how much it costs. Right. And then that's when you get like the real research. That's when you get the walkie talkies. That's when you get the computers to, you know, uh, decrypt, um, you know, uh, submarine signals and shit like that. That's when you start getting the real shit. Mm -hmm. um, is is during wartime or you know uh, preparing for it and you know this isn't that this isn't that we we haven't had a um, okay so here's a perfect example the movies um, of the past uh, the movies before what is it um, the Berlin Wall came down you know you had the Terminators you had stuff mm -hmm. like that you, you had movies that really predicted like this huge technological boom that would um, either destroy the world or make a world like Back to the Future Part Two, which took place in 2015. And as you know, that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So uh, basically what they were going off of was if we continue to research and develop at the rate that we're doing now because of the Cold War, this is what would happen. But we weren't, you know, it was a Cold War. It was the Cold War that put a man on the moon and all that shit. It wasn't that we just really wanted to put somebody on the moon to see if it was cheese there. They they did it to like one up Russia. So right now there's no motivation to 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 research shit. Mm -hmm. They like, okay, we'll just take the cell phone and make it faster and make it prettier and sell it again, you know, and make billions. Like we'll just, you know, we'll just take a computer and do the same, you know, we'll just take mm -hmm. a printer and put a clock on it. 
so there's <laughs> like there's there isn't like a it takes a major push because it takes a lot of money to research new technology and they're mm -hmm. not doing that but a lot of people who major in such things once again very smart people um they 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 come to what we're doing and what we're doing in one way is either meeting corporate existing needs you know um, automating people out of work or um to make things more efficient for the money makers and shit like that or mm -hmm. what have you but you know, a lot of people come to STEM. Yeah. Did Did, did you say uh, Did you say cheese on the moon? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm just. I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. Know. I know. But what What type of cheese you think? Uh, I don't know. Was it Swiss cheese? Because like a lot of craters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I just wanted to ask you that. Uh, okay. So, um, how many languages do you know in total, and uh, what programming language do you think people should start off with? Um. You know, if I if you could probably start off with Python, that's probably um, a good place to start. Um, I mean, it depends on what you mean by no, but I would probably say maybe like uh, four to six. Damn. Like, and what are, what are those total? Hmm? Like what what are what are all the ones, you know? Well, there's uh, let's see, there's there's uh, the SQL. There's the uh, JavaScript. Mm -hmm. There's. Um, there's HTML. Let's oh, see. Yeah, right, right. yeah. Um, there's T TSQL and there's Java. Let's see. What'll be a good sixth one? A C sharp. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean some of them just convert easily, so it's not right. Really, yeah. Yeah, back in um my, my college days, I took uh a heck like one Java Java class, one C and a database. I don't even think we did HTML, which I, I don't even know why, but you know, I missed out on that one. But uh, that's all I took and that's all I really knew. So when it came to programming, it's like, that's why I really avoided um, applying for programming because I was like, well, I don't really know much about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just, you know, just didn't prefer, I didn't really want to do it. And I'm glad I didn't because what I heard from it, uh, I never really heard anything good uh, out of it when it came to people I graduated with, which I thought was kind of uh, weird. Um, but I know it's, a, I mean, it's a big field. There's a lot of people that are doing it. Uh, yeah. So let's see. Um, okay. You already asked that question. Uh, I already asked this. Would you recommend boot camps? Yeah, we already talked about that. Uh, okay. What other things could guys, um, could help guys learn or practice when it comes to uh, coding? Anything else they could, I guess we mentioned the online stuff, but uh, in the boot camps, is there anything else? Um, what else could um, guys learn or practice to help with programming? Let's yeah. see. Um, Knowing different frameworks that helps. Okay, um, frameworks. Yeah, uh, and if you're young and you're into problem solving, then you know it's definitely, um, you know, like puzzles and shit like that. You know, really <laughs> like if you were that type of kid, then you know it's it's probably a good move for you. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the the math is is rarely, if ever, applicable in real life, but. It just puts you in a problem-solving mindset that um, that really shows that you're up to it. You know, you're up for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, outside of learning, learning the development itself and practicing, you know. So Hawkeye says, "What's up, Hawkeye? What's going on?" He says, "I started with Python, learning uh, SQL now. Well, I already learned studying to pass the T SQL." Uh, SSIS and SSRS interviews. Cool. Cool, man. Uh, Madingo says uh, PHP is a great one. Okay. PHP. 
You know what PHP is? Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to use it as a parsing language, but I, um, and it is great. It is great. Mm -hmm. Nothing, nothing against PHP. Uh, okay, so um, okay, you already asked that. So, what programming language? Should, okay, uh, yeah, you already asked that question. Um, so, okay, you already asked that question. Shit. Okay, okay. What are um, some challenges when it comes to software engineering? Now, you did mention when it, you had like deadlines, but what else? Um, what other challenges may uh, people may have when they're entering um, this field? It's a learning curve uh, because every company is different. Um, yeah. Just when you first start adapting. Um, and stuff like that. It's there's a lot of information to learn. Nobody ever learns all of it. Um, so every time you you go to a new company, it's um, you have to adapt and pick up kind of quickly. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And then um, when it comes to on my on my side, um, the main thing that was different was just the different programs and the different apps. Like a lot of the stuff is it works the same, but it's just called a different name. That's what it seems to be uh, from my experience. Hmm. Um, true. You're just learning different procedures, different systems, and different um, apps on the analyst side. But it's all the same stuff, um, just with different colors and names and titles and stuff like that. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's up, Agon? What's going on? He says, uh, programmers give off that I wish this wasn't that hard vibe. I get what you're saying on that. I get what you're saying um, on that, Agon. Um, I get what you're saying. Uh, so what would make some people want to switch out of software engineering? Um, yeah, just the industry itself. I mean, office space is a good example. It's like, you know, I don't, I don't want to put up with this shit anymore. Um, but the corporate structures really, I guess is the, you know, um, because corporate structures is the most annoying thing about work period. Yeah. Like when you look at that movie, um, this is a guy who actually wasn't working. You know, he said at any given week, I probably, um, do like 15 minutes of actual work. It's not really the work. It's all the other shit. Mm -hmm. Um, and all the other shit is what really gets to you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest. And I don't know why it gets to me so hard. Like it really shouldn't, but mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I hear you. Uh, like, it's, it's taking something that should be easy and simple and making it like ridiculous. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, so Dane says CSS is for styling another programming language. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of that one too. I've definitely heard of that one. Well, um, I don't know if that's a like language per se, but yeah, mm -hmm. it, um, it's, it's, it, I think it's like a, um, uh, what cascading style sheets? I'm not even sure because um, it's just you're setting the format for um, the visuals for how you want your HTML to look. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would have listed that, but I mean, if you know HTML, that's 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 a part of it. That's that's like a subset of it. But I know what you're talking about, Dane. And yeah, I agree, Blaze. <laughs> Pre meetings before meetings, dude. The I'll, I would say nearly eighty percent of the meetings are just bullshit. Um, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. And it's there really is bullshit. nothing worse than bullshit meetings, especially when you have actual shit to do. I, I'll I'll tell you this: I've had meetings where we're just fucking talking jokes and shit. Really, like for real, we're just saying fucking jokes and just chilling. Like back when I used to uh, go into office, but you know now I don't. I'm not in office anymore, thank God. But uh, yeah, a lot of these meetings are fucking useless. Um, you know, but some of them are, are. You know, there are some that are important, but it's a very small amount. But yeah, like you said, D-Rock, yeah, the corporate structure is fucked up. Um, I agree. 
Uh, yes. Yeah. Outside of the outside of the department, most meetings are bullshit, and I mean like not <laughs> a little bit. I mean like not just a little bit bullshit. Just you know, there was a meeting where they were where a chick was talking about a, a orange folder, like for an hour. The whole really? shit was just huh? Really? Well, so it was her job to reach out to to donors for a um, for a nonprofit that she was starting, but the nonprofit was uh, to benefit the company in the long run. Only mm -hmm. she just started and she didn't really um, have any any donors yet. But she said, soon I will fill this folder with blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And it was an orange folder. And gosh, she was sexy. But I was like, this chick just had a whole meeting about a new orange folder. And I was just like, what the fuck? What that's, the fuck? This really was a colossal waste of time. Yeah, that's, that's really stupid. Um, and I don't know about you, but um, working home is definitely more, it's easier to me. I'm, I've, I'm fucking distracted when I go to the office. I don't know about you. What do you think? Well, yeah, yeah, you do. Um, but then you get distracted with stuff here. Like uh, <laughs> Mondays, the people come in landscape shit. You know, and I'll be honest, this YouTube has been a major distraction, you know, like, mm -hmm. um, like I'm trying to do regular shit and then, you know, live my life. And and because it's there and it's also um, a a what's it called? Um, a teaching tool. Mm -hmm. So you go on like, you know, oh, I forgot how to do this. Uh, let me let me just do this quick 10 minute tutorial. Um you know, refresher and you and you look it up and then you you look into your feed and it's like, oh, this nigga is talking shit, you know. And then you know, and then you're in some whole nother thing and it's like, what the fuck? Come on now. You, you mm -hmm. know, so I'll be honest, like, you know, wish I hadn't become a content creator because of shit like that. Cause then I could just just do my work and you know, not be more. I, I feel you on the content creator thing. Uh, you know, when I, I just started this year and like I've been unsubbing a lot of people. Uh, I don't know. I guess there's a difference. There is a big difference being someone in the chat and being someone that's trying to make create stuff. So I get what you're saying on that. Yeah. So like people think that, you know, I like beef or I make it or some, I don't know if, if people actually think that. So I do make it clear like, look, I don't want this shit. I don't, I don't have time for it. And I really don't. I would rather, I would rather like, you know, not get the emails such and such as saying your name, such and such as talking about a stuff. I, I really, y'all just don't know how much I would rather not deal with that shit when I'm dealing with real life. You know, I feel you on that, man. Uh, Zeno says my friend left a job because they wanted to lead a team. Hey, man, I, I'm I I see. Like I said, man, it's the bad uh uh you know work life balance, man. Some of these managers are uh. Their, their life work balance sucks ass, man. So, hey, maybe that was his situation. So, hey, I'm with you on that. Like like I said, man, it, like the overhype of corporate, man, that's what they put in you in college, man. All the info sessions and shit like that. Everyone's wearing their little corporate brand T-shirts. Everything looks all cool and shit, showing you nice shit, especially uh, these bigger companies. They'd be showing you all types of shit in, in the career fairs. You'd be all impressed and shit. Oh, look at this nice shit. They'd be giving you free shit, all these nice pens and shit, be smelling nice and shit. I mean, it, it's all nice. And then when you come in the corporate world, I'm like, really? This is it? Like, really? Like, just really nothing much to it. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. You got to pay the bills, Nick. Um, so it, it is what it is. 
Um, but you mentioned, okay, so you're, um, you do uh, contractor work. Uh, what are some good ways for um, guys to get contractor work? Because I know there's different types of websites they can go to besides Indeed or LinkedIn. Is there anything else that um, you use to find good um, contractor work? No, that pretty much does it for me. Um, Indeed, LinkedIn, you know, um, or really primarily just Indeed. Um, mm -hmm. Just have a just have a decent portfolio, and you know, you'll find something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I agree, you know, pretty much uh, LinkedIn, Indeed, um, those are the best sites, I would say. I know they have like, a, I think it's like Career Builder, I think it's one, but I didn't really use that one a lot. I just used uh, LinkedIn and Indeed, and I was good to go. Um, as long as you uh, check your things in the morning and uh, those app, those positions, I mean, you're good to go. Just um, be uh, consistent with your interviews and shit, uh, your resumes, cover letter, all that shit, and hey, man, I mean, you got it. So. Um, that's all I had uh, for you uh, today, GC. You answered all my questions, man. I, I tried to probe the fuck out of you, and uh, you, you came at it with all the answers, man. So um, I appreciate you, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, and yeah, just um, want to, yeah, just just want to get people prepared as much as I can, you know? I mean, yeah, I feel you, man. Because um, I, knew, I knew you were, um, you mentioned you were a software dev. I'm like, has anyone asked them these questions before? So that's why I had to, I had to get you on here. I'm like, yeah, I need to, especially as it's a big, it's a big title. It's a big, uh, it's a big deal in IT. So I had to um, probe the fuck out of you, but I appreciate you coming through. Um, definitely, man. Uh, subscribe to uh, GC if you haven't already. Uh, fellow um, nerd nigga, we got to support our um, nerd niggas on the nerd pill. That's how we do it. Um, you have anything else to say? Uh, no, no. I mean, you know, I'll answer a couple questions before I, before I head out. So yeah oh, okay looks like let's see we got a question here Is that a oh, uh, thank you thank you direct dan uh direct dan sent me a cash app hold on let me let me bring it up oh yeah cool um, yeah um shout out to the thing. yeah i appreciate it appreciate hey, it on too. shout out to uh direct in for the cash app and like i said man email me so provider speaks at gmail.com uh for the five a sub giveaway um, drawing. So definitely do that. I only got two people that have emailed me so far. So I need more, some more people. So just letting your niggas know. Um, but yeah, man, um, you know, GC, you're always welcome here on the Nerd Pill. You know, all nerd niggas are always welcome. So uh, yeah. this won't be the last time I see you. I know, I know you're, you're, uh, you're into gaming and movies and stuff like that. So yeah, you're going to probably be here uh, again for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man. So it was good to uh, talk with you, man. I'll see you around these streets, man. Okay. See you there. All right. Peace, peace. Peace. All right. So once again, shout out to GC. Hello, nerd nigga. Um, uh, shout out to everyone who came through with your questions. I hope um, all these questions covered um, everything that uh, you guys wanted to know. Um, so for the next one, so if you guys are into IT, uh, project management, QA, whatever field you have in IT and tech, please email me so I can get you on the next tech stream. Um, oh, shout out to uh, Grande. Shout out to the uh, master teacher for your cash app. But um, yeah, man, I want to cover uh, more people in IT. So please email me. And also, if you're not in IT or you're just in other stuff, let me know and email me, man. I want to really uh, uh, break down you guys' job titles. I know there's a lot of skilled brothers in this space. And um, I think it's really good for the young guys or just people who want to be interested in different fields. Maybe they want to do a lateral move into something. You never know, man. Um, we are, I know a lot of us are just avatars and shit, but dude, behind these avatars, there are a lot of skilled brothers, man. So, um, man, if you're in IT or whatever, STEM, whatever, engineering, math, doesn't matter, business, whatever, let me know. Email me, man, fillproviderspeaks at gmail.com. 
so we can set it up and do a uh, interview so we can get some answers and Q and A. Um, I think that's definitely um, what we need to be doing. Uh, but shout out to you guys who came through. Um, be sure to like the video, subscribe, share the content. You know how we do on the Nerd Pill. Um, tomorrow, uh, PlayStation is doing their showcase for the PS5. So we're gonna, I'm gonna be doing that tomorrow. Hopefully, they don't fucking flag my shit. But I mean, I'm sure everyone's gonna be doing a damn reaction video tomorrow. So um, for you uh, game gamer niggas, um, yeah, um, definitely come through tomorrow so we can see what they're gonna be doing for PlayStation 5. I'm hoping it's going to be some decent exclusive or some decent gameplay, whatever, but we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, anyway, guys, more interviews and uh, videos and shit coming your way. Um, so thanks, you guys, for coming through. Like I said, be sure to email me uh, for the giveaway. Sign up. Oh, Marco just emailed me. All right, so we got more people. Keep emailing me, uh, niggas, uh, for that. And uh, we'll be doing the giveaway with your cash app. So um, like I said, shout out to you guys who came through. Uh, see you guys later. And uh, have a good day, people. Uh, shout out to Hammer for this song that we're about to play as we exit. Peace out, niggas.